Hello and welcome to another Superhero Discussions. Uh, my name is Travis Hines, Travis underscore 156 on Twitter. I figured I'd do another DC TV weekly recap. It was a rather short one this this week with no Flash and Black Lightning because of the elections, the midterm elections in the United States. So I'm going to get into Supergirl first, season four, episode four. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a step in the right direction compared to the previous few episodes. I enjoyed seeing Kara in the suit. I thought that was kind of cool. Very Iron Man-y. I hope the CW doesn't get any sort of uh, legal thing from MCU. <laughs> uh, that being said, some of the parts with Kara in the suit kind of lost me. How Alex could supercharge her. And why didn't you think of that earlier? That's just a little hang-up I have. I did enjoy James joining the fray. And I'm curious to see what's going to come of this. As we see from Arrow and Flash. That most people don't take too kindly to vigilantes. Now, this this Supergirl world, Earth-38, has a ton like Superman, Supergirl. They talk about Batman being in Gotham. So I think this is a little bit more open to vigilante place but also I think the issues with Guardian are really it's really strong I'm really struggling here because Supergirl can show up and be on TV and everything's okay and no one's trying to get Supergirl I know she works for DEO but nobody's trying to get Supergirl so why not either have James work at the DEO as Guardian or why don't you just get Supergirl to show up on another TV or another reporter's camera and tell people that Guardian is a solid person, a great hero for this city, and an even better person behind the mask? I think that would go over really well, for James anyway, because he doesn't know that Lena pulled the strings to get him off of, like, get him away from indictment scot-free but they also said any new activities she will go after so this is this opens up pandora's box in my opinion which i'm really happy because seemed like james had just been pitter-pattering around for the first three episodes not really dealing with much besides kara's new well the new kara <laughs> uh I, I i and it really frustrates me because i thought that they found a perfect spot for Guardian at the end of the season like I said the elevator scene where he goes down and presses the button with a thumb and the Guardian suit comes out and he goes and chases down those people and shoots the clamp to the boot of the motorcycle and everything stops I thought all that was like amazing and I wanted them to go that way with the character but now we see that it's more of a will you keep up the hero vigilante ways even when the government is coming after you and you're such a public figure so that's kind of cool too I'll reserve judgment on that. And the other thing, the Russian Kara, the red, red daughter, I just want that to come to a head, but I have such a feeling that that's a slow burn. Like, I don't think Agent Liberty is the main bad villain of this season, and I feel like the red daughter Kara will be by the time this season comes to a head. I don't know anything about... we got confirmation that Lex Luthor is going to show up at some time. I don't know how he'll tie into the plans at all. Mer uh, I'm just looking forward to the next episode. I 
thought that this was the best one of the season thus far, so that excites me greatly. Uh, on to Legends. Legends is gonna legend. I feel like I'm gonna say that every week, but I enjoy lots of this. I thought it was nice to see Ray stand out in the episode. Uh, he's been kind of pushed to the back a little bit lately. I don't know what Nate... I don't know how he can go from being on the Wave Runner, experiencing time travel and encountering all these different elements on the Wave Runner with this kick-ass crew. I don't need to watch my mouth here. But as we get hit at the end of the episode, when Sarah goes to talk to him, He's basically done that because every corner he turns in the ship, he expects to see Maya. Every, like, the ship reminds him of Maya. So we can obviously understand where he's coming from, that he can't handle being on the ship right now. But we have a little shock for you, Nate. And that is, by the end of this episode, the magical person, or well, the magical being that they were trying to hunt down, Constantine casts a spell, removing her ability to shapeshift. And she's stuck as Amaya. But not actually Amaya, just the actress that plays Amaya. So that's how we get her back on the crew. Well, the cast. So that's kind of a cool way to look at it. I, I like that. We're going to get a different Amaya entirely. And I just can't wait to see how Nate's going to react to that. He's obviously not going to be pleased with Sarah for, hold, for holding this information from him. But in Sarah's defense, that's not actually Amaya. That's just someone that looks like her. And maybe that'll cause Nate to want to go back in time again and see her or take her or who knows what. But I'm going to be honest with you, I miss Amaya's version of Vixen. And I really wanted to see her back on the crew this year. But I understand that time travel and her lineage is already scattered across the DCCW. So we can't kind of erase that. But I did enjoy the Constantine trying to kick his old man in the balls. But yeah, he couldn't do that because he would cause so much damage that he couldn't have a kid, thus resulting in him not being able to kick him in the balls. It was really just perfectly laid out there. Although that would kind of make me want to go back and question some of the other things I've seen in past seasons when they're going back in time. But who knows? Maybe at all. They probably have a good idea of what they've done in the past written out too. So that's... Something there. I'm really excited for Legends. I like the Nate stuff with the Time Bureau, but I want him to join the crew again. We're getting a lot of Gary. Maybe a little bit too much Gary. Uh, you might have to tone him back a bit. I understand that he's been elevated in the cast. But still, you're you're going to ruin the comedic... The comedy punch with Gary if you use it too much. If you go to the well too much every episode. But I feel like that's what we're going to get until Nate leaves the Time Bureau. And I'm also curious to, to see what Ray will think about Nate and Gary's bromance. Because, you know, Nate and Ray are the the bromance. I won't say the original bromance, because that's Barry and Oliver. Flero. But it's probably the best bromance we've seen on the DCCW. Like, their genuine friendship. They're, they're like brothers. And I love that. That's, that's my jam. That's one of the things I love about this show. So, yeah. Just gonna... Hold back, wonder what, still wonder what's coming or who's coming for Constantine. Uh, we got a little hint of that, but I'm just going to wait until it gets explained further to talk about it. I have no Black Lightning or or Flash knowledge, like or Flash, not knowledge more than 
just insight or what I think is going to happen. I have no idea here with Legends. Like I always say, Legends is going to Legend, so it could throw me for a loop at any point. But yeah, that's that's both uh, Legends and Supergirl, and on to Arrow, which was fantastic. I loved the level two scenes with Oliver. I thought that having the lights flicker back on and on and off, 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 flicker, 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 high, 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 and those noises. What a way to just mess with somebody mentally. And we can see throughout this episode, this guy is trying to break Oliver so he can reprogram him. Is a more of a docile person. And for most of this episode, we get Oliver going against it, not wanting to let it happen telling him go to hell, giving truth serum after a couple answers, didn't tell him go to hell. The psychiatrist makes a note when he's going to put him in the machine, he says, that yours is one of the strongest wills I've ever encountered. Which we, we know that that would be the case after everything we've seen Oliver through for through seven years. And I'm curious what happened there at the end with the machine. Did he replace the memory of his father killing himself, killing the, the other crew member, well, his bodyguard, I don't think it's ever stated before that it was his bodyguard. Maybe it wasn't the pilot. Somebody correct me if that's the case. But we get to see that change. And instead of telling William to survive, like Oliver's father told him, he t he told William to live. And I thought that was great. Like we can see that maybe this might help Oliver a little bit. Like going through this, talking about this, but that psychiatrist is not on the up and up and I think he just tried to replace the old memory with the memory of him talking to William and who knows what that's going to do to Oliver's head going forward I think personally that he's messing with the uh, psychiatrist like that he's still playing him when he comes in at the end of the episode and asks us who he is and he says M84587 I think he realized what the psychiatrist needed him to say he's just focused on the demon so I'm assuming he'll just he's just saying this these things because it would be pretty bad if that his will was broken that quickly and I don't think that's the case so I still can't wait for it to see that going forward we get a lot of stuff with Renee and I gotta say I'm just gonna say it now I'm really glad that I can root for Renee again I thought the running for Renee last year was absolute garbage how many times did I hear him say, ain't gonna change the thing, Haas. That doesn't mean the thing, Haas. To Oliver, to Diggle. And I'm just so glad all that bullcrap is gone. He's so wanting a team to get it, get back on the go. I'm curious to see, we get with the flash forwards, we get sh uh, some shots of Zoe joining Dinah in the future. I guess I'm gonna call her one of the canaries. Or a canary. Because she was given that pendant. And I'm going to assume that she still got that pendant. I'm curious to see what, what, happen, what, what happened to her father. He must be captured or dead. And I'm thinking that a lot of these vigilantes are captured. And I'm thinking Argus is because of it. I'm thinking those two people that died a fight to save Roy and William were Argus agents. I'm just hoping that Dig has not gone the other way on this. I'm assuming, I, I don't think so, it's, it's Diggle. Diggle's like the heart of the show for the most part. And I don't think he would do that. So I'm assuming, or let Argus, stand by and let Argus do that. So I'm assuming Argus took him out, which is sad. 
But who knows, that might not even be the case. So we just got to hold out and see what's going to happen. I love the Dinah and Renee batting heads, butting heads, and I thought Renee was in the right, and we see the new Green Arrow. And I'm 100% positive now that the new Green Arrow, spoilers, 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 giving you enough time to turn this off, spoilers, spoilers, is a Miko Queen. If you do, do not look at the Arrow, we've got a couple shots of the new Arrow throughout this episode, and her face, her face looks like like a woman's face. The way she's doing flips and acrobat skills, I've never seen. I'm sorry, it's a Roy is a red herring. It is a Miko Queen. We're gonna get that coming forward, and maybe that's a way to keep Arrow going onward. If Stephen Amell doesn't want to do it past season seven, I don't know. I hope that's not the case. Arrow's numbers have been very good to start this year, with the actual TV audiences, the web pages that have rumors and the top torrents that are downloaded. Arrow is up there this year, and that's fantastic. I, I wish that the it would be less of the torrents and the illegal downloads. I watched this live, and it was awesome. But I just love the numbers being high. I don't think Stephen Amell is going to leave, and I want WB to offer him some sort of deal where he can jump... Where he can go to other shows too, like and get paid what he deserves to get paid for each show. The same he got gets paid for Arrow, because he is the flagship bearer of. The, well, actually, I would say Barry is now, but he built this built this universe with his big shoulders. <laughs> and I just I want him to get out of prison too, but I'm enjoying the prison stuff, man. I'm really loving it. I know a lot of people want him out of prison, and we're going to get that, people. You know that. Like, that's coming. And I already has gone further than any other show for putting someone through. Like, they put him through this. This is some horrifying stuff they're putting Oliver through. So I can't wait. Maybe this will change him, and maybe he'll be a brighter, more quippier Green Arrow because of this. Who knows? Like... Part of me thinks that they may alter his mind a little, alter his personality mind a little bit with the machine, and that maybe it'll take a while for it to come back. I don't know, but I know that in this episode, the people outside are going to find out a little bit about what's going on in the prison, and they're going to try to help Oliver. I think that with Diaz running around, well, Oliver, I'm assuming I got we there was an interview earlier of the year before the season started saying Oliver could, uh, Stephen Amell saying Oliver could break out of this prison if he wanted to, but it would nicks all the deals that he got for all of the people close to him so that's the reason for him staying in there but we're going to get to a point where the reasons for him staying aren't as great as the reasons for him breaking out and we're going to get him break out and i can't wait to see that like it's going to be mind-blowing so yeah arrow fantastic supergirl was great this week and legends is going to legends and i love legends i didn't get a chance to watch titans yet as of this recording stupid life got in the way Mainly work. Let's blame work. Terrible work. And uh, recreation hockey. We'll blame that too. <laughs> and let's not blame me. <laughs> I'll probably get to see it at some point this weekend. So I'll get a little uh, podcast of its own up. I'm kind of maybe leaning that way anyway for Titans. Because I think it's special. So I'm going to probably go with individual podcast episodes for Titans. I'm thinking of also doing a little top 10 DCCW crossover moments or episodes. If any of you guys are interested in that, you can hit me up. Or if you have any questions or anything about the DC TV shows or 
superhero things in general, fire me off a question or a tweet or DM or a tweet at Travis underscore one five six on Twitter. And I'll try and answer it or talk about it the best I can. And even download the Anchor app. This is great. If you guys don't want to start podcasting on your own, feel free to reach out to me. And if our schedules link up when I have free time to do this, I can add you to this recording for a period of time. And we can chat about anything that you want. But just go download Anchor, make a profile, and hey, do what I can do. Anybody can do this. It's relatively easy. And I'm always on the lookout for new podcasts with this superhero genre. So there's a great one out called Comic Thoughts where Brent Eck Prime from the Suicide Squadcast Network. He's on Fans Without Borders and DC TV Squadcast. He does a little one as well. That's a must-follow in my opinion. I'm actually, I actually just finished listening to his uh, Doom Patrol versus Barry Allen question that I gave him. So he's open to questions, talking about them on, this, on his podcast as well. So give fire him off questions too. And I hope you bombard him. And feel free to blame me for that. Uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Sorry about that, Brent. Anyway, I will get a Titans episode out to you sometime this weekend. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. This Memorial Day for the U.S. and Remembrance Day for Canada, long weekend. Let's not forget about all the sacrifices made for our freedoms and the incredible world we live in this today. So yeah, hope you all have a great weekend and hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks.